Welcome to Loving Every Stride, the podcast that will help make your running easier. Brought to you by ex-national athlete and UK record holder, Paul Laslett. Powered by the Brightside PT community. For more information and access to your very own Running Faster formula, which will make your running easier, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show and see you on the bright side. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Loving Every Stride. Thank you for joining Maria and myself on this podcast today. Uh, Today's podcast is all about hills. Now, hills, lots of people don't like hills. Hills get in the way. Or, you know, they can, they can, they can slow you down. They get a bad press to these hills. And what we want to do on this podcast today is help you understand the misunderstood hill, the poor hill that feels victimized and bullied because it's, uh, it's talked about so negatively. Think of the poor hills that don't get on the courses and all you lot want to go and do a flat route or maybe you don't, but you know, I'm looking for a flat course to run a PB. How does that make the hills feel? We want to show you that hills can be your friend if you use them in the right way. So there are some massive benefits you can get to hill training. So we want to talk about that. Um, We want to talk to you about uh, some kind of stigmas attached to, to hills, like if you're in a race or you're doing an event and you think you failed if you walk up the hill, I want to talk, we want to talk about why that is 100% not true. Um, and, yeah, we want, to, we want to make sure that hills uh, are your friend. And we want to make sure that you understand when you're out on an easy run or if you're doing a session or if you're doing a race, how best to approach that hill and make it your friend and how you can use hills in training to really, really uh, benefit benefit you. In, in your in your running and everything you're trying to do. So, Marie, hello. Hello. You, you've done some hills today, haven't you? Yes, I have. I have. I, actually, I do like hills. I do like hill training. I don't like interval training, but I do like hill hill training. They make. Um, how can I explain that? They are tough, but they make me feel strong because when you do hill training, you have to. You know, you have to keep good, good form, and when you get to the top of that hill, it's like it's like you've you, you've just won. You got to the top of that hill, and then you go down and you start again. I love it. There you go, big smile on Marie's face. I don't mind hill training, but I do. If I'm ever going to do a race or anything, you know, I will try and find an event without hills in them. Um, but you know, I don't mind training on uh, up and down hills. So that I mean, hill hill training, like Maria said, will improve your leg strength. Um, it will increase your leg speed, um, obviously works your heart and lungs as well, um, and improves your running economy to make you stronger, faster as well. So in, in terms of what, what hills can do for you, there's a huge, they can be your friend and we want them to be your friend, but also just to reiterate again, like when you're, when you're doing a race or you're doing an event, and there's a hill in it, 
if you are already at your limits, what you can run at, the speed you're running at, and your your body is working super hard just to keep you going on the flat, and then there's a steep hill to go up and you try and maintain that speed and effort, your effort will have to increase massively to maintain that speed. And what that will do, that will get you from going kind of right at the top of your aerobic ability into working without oxygen. So in fact, trying to keep going up a hill could be detrimental to your to your race. And you, you had a similar experience when you did the uh, Dublin Marathon. Yes, it was a, it was a Bournemouth Marathon. So Bournemouth is... Bournemouth, um, sorry. Well, it's, it's rather flat marathon, but there are, in my um, memory, I think a couple of hills. And uh, I can't remember the first one, but the second one was after 16 miles and my body was getting a little bit tired. Uh, and I remember coming to the bottom of that hill thinking... I think I'm going to walk it because my body will, that's how I want to manage this, this hill. And I did walk it and there was a guy coming behind me, a very nice guy. And he thought I was giving up. He said, Oh, please don't give up, you know? And I said to him, no, I'll, I'll be, um, I'll be fine. I'm just walking it so I can, you know, recover from, um, you know, from what I've just done and I'll, I'll be fine when I get to the top. And, um, you know, I, I overtook that guy probably one mile. Uh, further down the road because he had run up that hill and he was extremely tired coming to the top. Uh, whereas when I got to the top, I was, you know, I was feeling, um, I was ready to carry on. So like Paul said, when you, you are doing an event, when you, if you're racing or if you're um, taking part in, in, a, in an event, Walking up a hill is absolutely underrated and you're not a bad runner if you decide to walk up the hill. You are just managing your race and it's absolutely fine. I think that's a really good point. Uh, Managing your race, managing what your body can do, learning about what your body, where your limits are. And if you know if I run up this hill, that's going to tip me over the edge. Just walk it. There's no, there's no shame in that. There's no, uh, there's no, what's going to call it? There's no harm in it either. And like you say, you're going to have a much better experience uh, from it. So if we, if we talk a little bit now about kind of, um, I think the best thing to do is how do you, who is in, who was hill training for and how would you introduce it? So if you're new to running, and your body is just getting used to training, don't worry about hills. Just yet. Just yet. <laughs> okay. Don't don't worry about hills. And if you if you're out on a on a run or an easy recovery run and you're new to running, don't worry about your pace going up a hill. Just slow down as much as you need to slow down to get to the top of the hill. You think, I think I've talked about this a little bit before, but you imagine that when you're out for a run, you've got um, this energy system that we talk about, the, the uh, a bank account. And as you're out running, you're maybe not taking too much money out of this bank account. Now, when you get to the bottom of a hill, if you try and run up it too fast, you will take a large amount of that 
money out of that bank account. So when you get to the top of the bank, or the top of the hill, you haven't got any money left for the rest of your the rest of your run. So you've got to think hills approach them by thinking, I want I want to get to the top of this hill. I've got to get to the top of this hill, but I need to conserve my energy. I don't want to gas out when I get to the top of the hill. So that's if you're new to running right now, don't be worried about walking up a hill, gauge it by effort and just think, I don't want to spend all of my energy that I've got left just to get me to the top of this hill and make the rest of my run feel harder. Slow down, keep slowing down until you slow down to a walk. And if you do the same route each week and the first week you get halfway up the hill. The next week you get a little bit further up until eventually you will be able to run all the way up that hill. But if you try and run all the way up the hill first time and you have a bad experience with it, what's going to happen? You're not going to want to do it again. Okay. So don't be scared to walk up that hill on a, on a training run. Um, if you're, if you're new or you're, or you're an experienced or you're an experienced runner, don't spend too much energy getting up there. So once you've kind of conditioned your body to be getting used to running frequently and you you kind of think, yeah, I'm into this running malarkey. I, I like it. It's all right, this. Uh, I can I can get along with this. I'm, I quite I quite like I quite like how it makes me feel and yeah, this is, this is good. But you know, I want to improve myself a little bit. And you've heard of this, you've heard of hill training, and you think, well, maybe I'll try that. So if if you're kind of been training for, you know, running for three months plus, you're probably okay to start doing some hill training. So how on earth do you start hill training? Marie, how do I start this? So I would start with um, very short bursts. Um, and when I say very short, probably 20 seconds. Um, I'll give you an example of uh, heel training I've done on a on a treadmill um, in the gym when I yeah, used to go to the gym. So I would uh, use an incline on the treadmill and run hard for 20 seconds and then come off the treadmill and then do short bursts. Of, of, uh, so at the time, I think I was uh, doing 20 seconds on, 10 seconds of that, which is quite hard. But when you're new to, uh, to doing hills, I would not do anything more than 20 seconds. And then you walk back down to the bottom of the hill and you only start to do it again when you feel you are fully recovered. You don't want to start doing 20 seconds of the hill again when you're still breathing hard and you feel your legs feel, feel like jelly. So make sure you have fully recovered before you start doing it again. And I would do it probably first time, four, five times, and then build up on that. But an elite runner would probably do heel training for two, three minutes at a time, but we don't need to do that. No, we, don't need to, we don't need to run. So today I did um, reps of one minute uphill, and I'm not going to do any longer than that. That's, that's, that's enough. So how many times a week should I be doing hills if I'm – if I think, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try some of this hill training you guys are, are chatting on about on this fantastic podcast that I'm listening to. Every day, Paul. <laughs> Every day, morning, noon, and night. 
<laughs> so just uh, little and often would be uh, would be the recommendation for for doing heels. And again, it depends uh, where you are within your training, what you're training for. But you you don't need to do heel training three times a week. Um, maybe if you're new to running and you're doing twenty second burst, maybe doing do it twice a month, and then when you're uh, more comfortable with it. Well, don't get too comfortable with hill training. If you feel comfortable with it, then you're not running hard enough, or the hill isn't, you know, hilly enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, start with twice a month, and after that, you can do short bursts um, once a week. What do you do with hill sport? What do you? How do you train? So, like I said originally, we'd get we anyone that we're coaching would do at least six to eight weeks of foundational work like making sure they're working the right energy systems the right speeds the right paces getting your body strong before we'd introduce hills and then like you say it's it's like a little a little tag on so you might originally do i don't know say a 40 minute easy run make that 40 minute easy run 30 minutes and do four 20 second hills with a slow walk back twice a month and then when you think well how do i how am i going to maximize my uh my my hill effort like how long do i do hills all year round do i just do it for a certain period of time when when's the best time of year for me to do to do hills um yeah i I think that's another important thing to 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 kind of cover about hills is you don't need to do them 12 months of the year the you wouldn't Think of hill training as a block of specific work that you would do for six weeks. So if you say I've got a race in eight weeks' time, then, uh, come on, brain work, like probably eight weeks, six weeks, ten weeks before that, yeah, eight to ten weeks before your race, you would have a six-week period of doing hill training and then you'd have two to four weeks without the hills uh to gain the benefit of the hill training in like interval back into your interval sessions so you'd almost take out you wouldn't go from if you were already doing like two hard sessions a week you wouldn't then add a hill session in as a third hard session that would take over another Mm -hmm. session that you would do Um, And then when the hill sessions drop, you introduce your intervals, your tempo work again. And guess what? It's improved Um, because of the the, the benefit you're getting from from doing doing the hill training, basically. So you wouldn't do hill training for longer than six to eight weeks um, at a go and use it eight to ten weeks before an event. Um, You said something. just before we started recording, that was moderately interesting. Um, that was about hill training. And that, that was uh, how you perceive hills, to strength session. Yes, yes. And that's what we, yeah, one of the reasons I, I like them. If I, um, I do a hill session, I consider it as a strength session because basically you, you're working against gravity. And when you do strength, a strength session, you're working on one leg. That's what you're trying to replicate. You don't need to replicate anything when you do a hill session because you're you're doing it. So that's a 
that's a way of, of doing a, a strength session. Yeah, so you can drop a strength session and add in a mm. – that's, that's certainly what um, many, 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 many years ago in the winter when I was trying to get as strong as possible to run fast in the summer, I'd be doing my heels in the winter, but then I wouldn't, I would, wouldn't do a strength session. So if I was doing two strength sessions a week, I'd do one strength session a week because I was doing the heels. Yeah. Um, so don't think, oh, something else to add. Like something else needs to give to enable you to do this for a short period of a short period of uh, time. Um, the and, other, sorry, Gomery, and and you will you you will feel it if you do your um, heel session properly. You don't have to do a heel session for an hour before <laughs> before you start feeling each rep will become harder, and then you will feel that in your legs for the rest of the day like you would do for, from a from a good strength, good strength, session. strength session yeah yeah so i mean in terms of the form change when you run up and down well down the hill is a different ball game together but let's, let's, let's stick on running up the hill making the hill our friend going up it how what's the best how would my form change than running on the flat so your your stride would get shorter going up of the hill and the steeper the hill will be the shorter your your stride will be uh, and you want to keep your your cadence the number of steps of the stride you take um, up and um, so also don't worry about maintaining your pace because if you're one of those runners who look at their watch then you're gonna realize you you're slowing down you will when you go up the hill you're working against gravity but you want to maintain your um your effort instead of, of the pace. So the, for the, the same effort, the pace will be much slower when you go up the hill. So you also want to stay upright, uh, keep your feet, feet low to the ground, and again, don't overstride, overstride, otherwise you will just get tired more, more quickly and you don't want to do that. So make sure you your chest stays open as well because when you go up the hill, it would tend to just lean forward and um, will make going up the hill harder because we're not opening the, the chest, the lungs, and that's not what you want to do when you go up the hill. That's not, not what you want to do when you run, but especially when you go up the hill when you need a lot more oxygen. So I think when you're doing your hills, think about one thing that you'll focus on in terms of your form each time. Think about, like Marie said, making sure your chest is up on, on rep one. Rep two, focus on your arms going forwards and backwards and not across the body. Rep three, think, think about where your foot strike is. Uh, and rep four, just, you know, focus on breathing and staying alive. Um, and once you've, obviously it's like anything, the more you practice something, the better your body gets. So you've got to think initially, let's give my body an introduction to heels with like the 20 seconds of work and the, slow walk back down and eventually build build it up and obviously what you'll find is your form will improve because you're getting your body stronger in a specific way what you what you tend to find is that your um your knee lift improves when you run in on the flat because you've done some specific work on knee lift and trying to drive yourself to get to get up the hill um you'll find that if you've ever run on the treadmill and you've run up a hill on a treadmill, and then someone puts the flat on for you, you feel like you're running downhill, it feels easier. And you'll have, although it's not as immediate as that, you will have 
that benefit of six to eight weeks block of doing heel training once a week, uh, when you come to run the flat, happy days. You're going to love it. You're going to fly. You're going to fly. You're absolutely going to top vomit. Um, and staying light on your feet too, making sure that when you start to fatigue, when you go up the hill, that you shorten your stride, you slow down if you need to, and you try and stay relaxed. It's very easy to tense up when you're going up the hill. So if you stay relaxed, keep your breathing under control as much as you can, and then take, like Marie said, take as long as you need on the recovery, and then off off you pop. And one one thing I noticed this morning when I, after my first couple of reps, is my shoulders, they were tensing up as I was going up the hill. And when I made a conscious effort to bring my shoulders down and relax them, my form improved straight away. And although I wasn't uh, going any faster, I realized that when I got to the top of the hill, I was a li- that little bit further. So form is really, really important. The energy I didn't spend, you know, tensing my shoulders, I could use to run a little bit further. Yeah, yes. You know, like you're not wasting energy. And then when you... When you've done certain amount of, like you don't need to go for longer than say a session of hills could be like a build up to maxing eight times a minute with a slow jog back down. You wouldn't need to do anything more than that. And that'll equip you beautifully for what, for whatever it is that you want to try and what you, what, what you want to try and achieve. Um, and, you know, the biggest benefits that we've seen from people that, that we help and obviously for ourselves as well uh, is that we feel stronger. You just feel stronger then after a block of hill training. Um, like I say, it's a, great, it's a great strength session for your body and, and it really will help move your body on. But like I said, make sure that you are running, you've run for at least three months before you try doing hills, introduce it slowly and build it up gradually. Take something else out of your week and add hills in. Don't add hills in on top of everything else that you are are currently doing and don't do hill training for longer than a six to eight week block. I think that's summarized everything. Everything we said. And if you're working on your on your 5K, doing heel training will um, will develop your your power and will help you run your 5K faster as well. So it's it's yeah, it's an important part of, of your your training. Don't be afraid of it. And like Paul said at the in the introduction, it's got a bad reputation, but it shouldn't because it's a it's a great it's a great tool to become a, a stronger runner. Yeah, uh, I, I can remember. Like uh, I was saying to Marie before we start recording, like many, 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 many years ago, I used to do in the winter period. I'd, I'd do uh, I'd do hill training to to help me run faster on the track or to help with a five k or or just because I knew it was beneficial. And there was this one hill I used to run up. Um, I, I'd train in the day, and it finished just uh, outside an old people's home. And the audience each week got bigger and bigger, and um, they, all the uh, all the old all the old people in there in the home. I think I gave them quite a lot of. Uh, they heard me coming um, because I was breathing quite heavily going up the hill. And after about my third week of doing that 
doing that hill, one of the old ladies came over and, um, are you all right, young man? Do you need to come in for a lie down and a cup of tea? Uh, so that's a very, very nice offer, but now I'm, 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 I'm good. Um, so yeah, I mean, you'll end, you'll end, you might entertain people around you by, uh, by doing, by doing some hills as, as well. Um, I mean, you got a hill you like to run up? Uh, not, not in particular, but I do like undulating courses. I, I, all my um, personal best times are on undulating courses, not flat courses. So I, I do like, I do like a bit of, um, bit of hills. I think when you run on flat, you and you want to keep up your your pace, your your rhythm. You always use the same the mus- your muscles in the same way. Whereas when you go up the hill and then down the hill, you're using them in different, slightly different way. And I think it's, I don't know, I find it more interesting. Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> I think we're all a bit weird and that's absolutely fine. Um, so yeah, make the hill your friend. But like, I'll use the friend analogy just to really hammer home this point. You wouldn't, if you don't know someone that well, you wouldn't go and stay at their house seven days a week. You would maybe start with a little bit of a chat. And then as you got to know each other, you'd spend more time together. Uh, make that approach with your with your hills. Um, get to know it a little bit first. Show it a little bit of respect. It will show you a little bit of respect. And you'll grow to love each other. Simple as that. That's Simple as that. Very well said. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I hope that this has been useful for you. I hope that... It's given you an insight into introduction to heel training, how it can benefit you. The fact that you you don't have to, if you're in an event or in a race, you don't have to run up a hill. And in fact, that could be detrimental to your overall race. Um, and if you've got any questions or any thoughts around hills, uh, please just uh, post them in the comments on the podcast. And we look forward to seeing you on the next one. See you, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you for listening to Loving Every Stride. If, like us, you absolutely love running, we'd love to have you in our community and help make your running faster. You can join our Facebook group and get your very own Running Faster formula by visiting the link in the show notes, and there will be happy days ahead. Please also remember to subscribe and review so we can spread our love for running. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the bright side.